in this episode, you will discover why IBS impacts way more than just your gut health. Welcome to Gut Reactions, a podcast helping women to break free from symptoms, master their gut health and reclaim their lives. Here we talk all things IBS and absolutely nothing is off the table. I'm your host, Otavia, a nutritional therapist, and you guessed it, I'm an IBS warrior myself. In this podcast, we'll talk about the impact IBS has on our daily lives, how we can live well with IBS, and most importantly, how we could heal our IBS symptoms for good. Because let's be honest, living with IBS can be a little bit shit. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Gut Reactions. I am so excited to have you here listening with me. I'm your host, Otavia, a nutritional therapist, but you probably just heard that in the intro. (laughs) In this first ever episode, we are going to talk about what you are going to get from this podcast. How is it going to help you? How is it going to make a difference to your IBS journey? Why you have probably been failed by medical practitioners in the past when you've gone to them for help with your IBS. And also why you don't just have to live with IBS. If you're anything like me, this is something that you've heard multiple times from multiple different sources. Maybe a GP, maybe an online forum or something. It's not true. You don't just have to live with IBS. So we're going to cover that today in this episode. But before that, let me just quickly introduce the concept of the show and me myself. So you may know me from the Teaching My Friend Nutrition podcast if you have been following that. If not, then, as it said in the intro, I am a nutritional therapist who helps people specifically with gut symptoms and IBS in in general. The purpose of this show is for us to have a safe place to explore our IBS journey together. We're going to learn practical and simple steps to understand why you have IBS, how to kind of overcome IBS and how to manage and heal your symptoms. But we're also going to look at reclaiming some power and autonomy because IBS usually keeps us at its mercy. I don't know about you, but for me, my life was so dictated by the symptoms that I had and also the unpredictability of those symptoms. I never knew when they were going to happen and I didn't know what to do when they did happen. And if that sounds like something that you've experienced, then this podcast is going to be really helpful because we're going to look at how we can reclaim some power and autonomy, not just through understanding our symptoms, but also (laughs) this sounds a bit counterintuitive but to a degree accepting our symptoms because all the time we're fighting it and we're in this state of frustration and lack of power it makes us feel worse but it can also make our symptoms worse too so whether you just want a place to feel heard and understood and, and relate to somebody who's also had IBS or whether you want to learn to heal your symptoms and why you have it in the first place then this podcast is for you but it's not going to be one of those podcast guys that's super lectury or super science heavy that just feels all consuming it's going to be uh, sometimes it's going to be fun we're going to make IBS fun I bet no one's ever told you that before but let's try it we can do it I believe in us so yeah this podcast is not going to be super science heavy and confusing it's going to give us practical steps to understand IBS but also we're going to have fun when we do it okay so I'll just introduce my journey with IBS because I know if you are struggling with this at the moment it's not necessarily something that people open up and talk about very often so it can feel quite isolating when you are struggling with something like IBS or maybe you don't even have an IBS diagnosis at the moment but you feel you have the symptoms or you have some gut health symptoms right it's just not something that people tend to talk about but let me tell you it is so common it's so 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 common maybe one of the most common health conditions don't know if I can say that don't quote me on it but it's super common so I just want to kind of normalize a little bit 
And I thought, what better way than telling you about my experience of IBS? So at the moment, I'm a gut health specialist. I'm a registered nutritional therapist. Obviously, I was not always one of them. So having IBS and gut health symptoms is one of the reasons I got into the work that I do today. I suffered with IBS ever since I can remember, really. My parents always told me that I had a really sensitive gut and I was really fussy in terms of what I would eat. But I don't know about you, there is tends to be a time when something just happens and the symptoms just suddenly get so much worse, they become unavoidable and they start to dictate and ruin, you know, ruin and rule your entire life. For me, that was the age of about 23 when I had some pretty, some pretty significant kind of traumas in my life. And, you know, I'm sure that you have probably experienced this trauma and stress definitely can worsen or even trigger IBS symptoms in general. So at the age of 23, I was not very happy. I was definitely drinking too much. I had significant traumas in my life. And not only was my gut wrecked, but it also led on to other issues such as horrendous acne, really bad depression, anxiety. Um, I was really, really underweight and had loads of food intolerances. Basically, <laughs> basically, I was a bit of a mess, guys. So that, you know, IBS thrown into that mix was... Um, kind of the least of my worries but I ignored it for so long that it ended up reaching a peak where you know it wouldn't let me ignore it anymore it's kind of that classic saying of if you don't listen to your body when it whispers you'll hear it when it screams or something I think that's the saying that's kind of what happened to me so I ended up studying nutritional therapy specifically because I was back and forth to the doctor all the time I'm sure you've experienced this too where you just don't understand what's going on with your gut and you want someone to tell you oh, this is why you're having so much bloating. This is why you, when you get nervous, <laughs> you feel like you need to run to the toilet as quickly as you can. That just wasn't happening for me. I was having stool tests done. I was having, you know, consultations with the doctor. They couldn't tell me what it was. They just told me it's IBS and you can manage it through peppermint capsules. And that was it. And I just got to a place where it was so frustrating. And I know you'll be able to relate to this. It was so frustrating. I just wanted someone to tell me what was going on and I thought if someone isn't going to tell me then I better find out myself so that's why I started studying nutrition but before that I mean the issues around IBS I would you know not be able to eat out I wouldn't know what I would have I'd be running to the toilet in restaurants it was not it was not a great time not a great time to be dating guys so that quickly went down the pan but um yeah I was constantly dictated by my food intake and kind of having to live a life around where the closest toilet was to put it quite quite plainly but I mean in terms of how is this podcast going to be useful for you guys as a listener this is going to be a place where you can come to feel lifted you're not going to leave this show feeling on edge or feeling more stressed about your gut health the whole point is for you to feel lighter we're going to look at how we can feel more empowered how we can accept our guts and start to work with them rather than against them because all the time we're working against them, like I said before, it just makes it worse. It makes us feel disempowered, but it also makes our symptoms worse because, as we know, stress can really trigger our IBS. So we're going to try to simplify IBS. It's made to be so complex or sort of this mystical being that you can never really capture. That's not really true in my experience of working with people and in healing my own gut. We're going to demystify IBS. We're going to, you know, you're going to finally understand what IBS is and why you probably have it as well as then how to remedy it. Because as soon as we look at why you have it, then we can look at, okay, great. So therefore this will be the remedy, right? Like I said before, 
I don't want this podcast to be boring. You don't want this podcast to be boring. It's going to be not so serious. It's going to be more fun. Yes, we're talking about a subject that can drain us and can make us quite low in mood. But there's no point us having a bad time while we're doing this podcast together, right? So we're going to try and make it a little bit more fun. We're going to look at, um, I'm going to share anecdotes from my experience, but also we're going to look at famous people who have IBS, how they overcame IBS. And we're going to also debunk some common myths about IBS and look at some very questionable advice on the internet and look at why that is so ridiculous. So like I said, whether you know a lot about IBS and gut health and you feel like you're quite in the know, or if you know nothing at all and you're very new to this journey, we are going to walk this IBS gutsy tightrope together, okay? And we're going to march towards gut health freedom. That's what we're doing and we can do it together. What is life really like with IBS then? I mean, you can probably tell me, right? Just have a think. How is your life different now to how it was maybe before you had IBS? If you're like me, you probably couldn't really remember what life was like before you had IBS, either because you've always had it to some extent or because you kind of took it for granted because you didn't need to think about your gut health when it wasn't a problem. That is how we should be living our lives. We should be living our lives not having, not taking our health for granted. We should always be grateful and appreciative for it. But you should wake up in the morning and be free to think about whatever you want to think about. You shouldn't be waking up worrying about a big bloated bowling ball belly, as we call it, or worrying about what you're going to eat or having to run to the toilet or, you know, not being able to go on holiday because you don't know what your gut's going to be getting up to. That's the life you should be living. But the reality when you have IBS, as you know, that's not always the case because it can really dictate our lives it's you know if it's really bad you have to plan journeys or even going on dates or seeing friends just around your gut it can kind of feel like a bit of a dark cloud hanging over our heads or our bellies because it's always there it's always kind of looming I kind of say it like it's a bit like the Dementors from Harry Potter (laughs) it's draining all the joy from our lives and we are not standing for it anymore you and I we're going to break this down together And because it's in your belly, you can always feel it. So I don't know about you, but think about your day-to-day life. And you may be in a completely different journey to where I was. And things might be very different to how I'm explaining my experience. But just think, how is it for you? Are you constantly thinking about your IBS or your stomach issues? Or is it something that happens more sporadically? And you can go a couple of weeks feeling fine, but then suddenly all hell breaks loose. Either way, it's having an impact on your life, right? That's why you're here. That's why we're having this conversation. That's why you're listening to me. And because of that, because it's so sort of unavoidable when it happens, because it's so obvious, you can just feel it. It stays on your mind and it impacts your mental health. Think about how you feel when you have symptoms. I don't know about you, but for me, it was very depressing. I felt very controlled by it. I felt very weighed down. It was really frustrating and it made the rest of the world feel quite feel quite crap if you pardon the pun it made everything it kind of tainted everything so I couldn't really enjoy just going to work I mean come on who enjoys that anyway but you know just getting up and having a dance to Britney in the morning or whatever I don't know what you like to do it took the joy out of everything that's why I kind of call it like the Dementors from Harry Potter and obviously you know some of you will know you might know that the gut and the brain has a connection so it will literally impact your mental health. But just generally having symptoms can impact your mental health and your quality of life so massively. 
And in terms of our health, something that we don't necessarily talk about that often is how IBS can impact other areas of your health too. And this is also why sometimes it can make your quality of life so much worse because it doesn't just impact your gut, but it can impact your energy levels. We'll talk about that another day. It's usually accompanied by something else. So as I said earlier, for me, it was acne. Again, we'll look at that another episode of why we have these symptoms alongside IBS. But it's also, you know, if we look at the gut, you might know this, the gut is the gateway to all of our health, right? It's the basis of our health. So as soon as we have something wrong with our gut, it can quite easily lead on to other health symptoms. So you might have things like rashes, you might have food intolerances, you might have acne or fatigue. I don't know, just think about your health. What other things are not great at the moment? In what other areas of your health are you are you not at your peak? Because that could be contributed to or caused by IBS. But also in terms of medical interventions, you know, we said at the beginning of this episode we were going to look at why you have probably been failed by medical practitioners in the past. And that's probably a bit of a harsh way, <laughs> a harsh way of wording it. It's not their fault. But you may have had the same as I have, which was extremely frustrating instances where you go to get support from a physician or a GP and you just don't get the answer and you're going back and forth and maybe you feel like you get a bit of an answer but nothing really changes you're still feeling ill or you're still not living free from IBS but the reason is because generally when we look at the medical model they're not looking at the root cause because they don't know the root cause because they work in states of disease and IBS isn't technically a disease it's a cluster of symptoms so if you had celiac or Crohn's disease or colitis, they might be able to find that and then support you. But IBS, it's not really their remit. So you may have been, I don't know, you tell me, you may have been recommended peppermint capsules or acid reduction tablets or maybe anti-diarrheal constipation tablets. Or maybe you were told just to not be as stressed, which is maybe one of the most annoying things I've ever been told because when you live with IBS, as you will know, you can't not be stressed by it. It's really difficult to ignore it, right? So maybe you've also tried things like a FODMAP diet or you've tried stool tests, but they came back quote unquote normal. There's a reason why these medical interventions leave us feeling more frustrated. It's because, like I said before, you're not technically in a state of full disease if you just have IBS. You have a cluster of symptoms and they're caused by things that the medical profession don't look for because they can only look for a certain amount they can't do everything you know they're overstretched enough as it is so we'll look at that in further episodes and why holistic practitioners what we call subclinical so it's not reaching a diagnosable disease threshold but you do have symptoms why this is so much more useful for IBS for a lot of people so what now okay I see you you struggle with IBS or you struggle with some kind of gut problems maybe it's acid reflux maybe it's bloating but it doesn't have to be that way. You do not have to constantly live with IBS. Just because you haven't yet found what's causing your symptoms doesn't mean you're not going to. So through the course of all of these episodes I'll be releasing every week, you will learn something different about IBS that will bring you closer and closer and closer to finding the key to unlock the understanding of what it is that's causing your IBS issues. So that being said, Join me for episode two, where we will be looking at what IBS actually is and what doctors aren't telling you because they probably don't know. 
So we'll be looking at what IBS actually is and how it occurs as well as how to remedy it. That's going to be episode two, which will be out same time as this episode next week. And just as a quick recap, we're going to look at what we've talked about today. So we've looked at what you're going to get from this podcast and how it can help you transform your journey with IBS. Why you've probably been failed by medical doctors and the medical model in the past and why you don't just have to live with IBS. I so enjoyed this first episode. I really hope you have too. And I hope you're as excited as I am to meet every single week to talk about IBS and finally break free from those pesky symptoms. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Until then, have a great week. Bye bye.